everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Stephen Perkins Podcast. I'm Stephen Perkins, Editor-in-Chief here at the Outset Network. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. And on the Outset Network, as uh, as hopefully you do every week, uh, we have a great lineup of shows and an even better lineup coming out this fall. Stick around for some more information on that. This week, I do not have a guest, as I normally do, uh, but I did want to share some thoughts on really something that I've been thinking about for a while. Uh, one could say that I've been thinking about it since I started Outset, and it's one of the primary reasons that I started Outset. And it's this idea, I'll get right into it, it's the, this idea of a more productive and positive system of politics. And I want to talk a bit about what that means to me uh, and some things that we're doing both here at Outset and things that I'm doing outside of Outset um, to hopefully foster this idea and, and make it a reality. The first thing that I want to do is define some things. So what does productive mean uh, and what does positive mean? I'll start with positive first because I think it's the one that has the most misconceptions about it. We often hear um, talk about positive politics. Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, it, it was a kind of a cornerstone of his campaign. Barack Obama's 2008 campaign had a hopeful and positive message. Um, and, and, and you could even say that people like Senator Cory Booker uh, strike a similar tone. For me, positive is not about this idea that everything's perfect and everything's fine and we're going to, you know, hold hands together and, and sing the song of our people. Positive for me means that uh, we can engage with each other in a way that is not sensational, in a way that is not dramatic and overhyped and, uh, and, and just negative. Positive for me means that you have the hope that things can get better, not that everything is currently perfect. Because a lot of times when people think of positivity and politics, uh, those two things don't really go together, especially if you look at our political climate right now. It seems as if there's little to no positivity within our political culture and our political climate. And in many ways, one could argue, I would only argue it to play devil's advocate, but one could argue that, that Donald Trump's campaign, Make America Great Again, as, as, as few times as I try to ever say that on this show, um, one could argue that was a, a positive um, a positive message in the sense of he was selling the idea that America could be made made great again. Of course, it you have to believe that America isn't great, but that's it's not for this episode. Um, what I'm interested in is how can we have more positive discussions about politics? And one of the things that Outset does for this is we don't report sensational news. I, I, I've said it on this show before. I've said it in many other uh, venues and mediums that pause that outset could be a lot more successful if we were like a whole slew of other conservative media outlets in the sense that we were negative and sensational and 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 really thrived on drumming up anger within our base that's not what we're about that's not what this network is about none of our, our programming or our content there are moments that you have to have a firm grip on the truth and speak it and speak it with love, but nonetheless speak the truth. 
But I think the key is that we don't thrive on the anger. We don't thrive on uh, creating division is another big one. Positivity means that um, that there is there is a way to look at politics where things can get better and we will do things proactively to ensure that those things can get better. And that one of the terms we use here is we are conservative in our ideology, but we're moderate in our in our temperament. And that's just to say we're we're not trying to burn the place down um, under the guise of somehow making it better, because that is not really a, a reality um, that can be realized. So the next word, productive. What makes politics productive? Well, if you look at um, if you look at the productivity of the federal government, you certainly. Uh, would be under the impression that politics cannot be productive, that Congress cannot be productive, and certainly that this president, despite all the fanfare, um, is unable to be productive. To me, productive, uh, and, and we actually use this when describing outset, we hope to pr- produce productive conversations about politics. It, it really goes hand in hand with positivity. It's about having conversations where both sides can first and foremost acknowledge that there may be a difference of opinion and even a difference of approach and a difference in background. All of the things that make up someone's opposing opinion, all of the factors to be considered. Um, Being productive in our conversations and in our activism and all of these things is about recognizing those and still looking, actively looking for avenues in which we can come together. I think one of the most important things in politics is that we do have this productive attitude that, yes, we disagree, but I'd be willing to bet there are things that we can come together on and there are things that we can fix, even with our sometimes radically different viewpoints. When you look at Senator Rand Paul and Senator Cory Booker, I think that's a really great personification of this idea that politics needs to be more productive, that politics can be productive and positive, because these are two people as as about about as ideologically different as you can get a progressive liberal for Senator Booker and a, a liberty leaning libertarian Republican for Senator Paul. You know, Senator Booker, someone who wants government to play a very active role, and Senator Paul, someone who wants government to play a very limited role. But yet they are still able to come together on things like criminal justice reform, the legalization of marijuana. Whether you agree with those topics or not, and their positions on those topics or not, it is refreshing, I think, to see how working across the aisle uh, is not just possible, but in many ways it can be a very successful endeavor if you just find those things, those issues, those topics where your values align and you come together and uh, and make great waves in those. So those are the two definitions of positive and productive. One thing I want to share, because I, I, I think it's uh, it's something I'm, I'm quite excited about, um, is a new series that I'm working on. It's outside of Outset, but nonetheless, I feel like this is a good place to talk about it. Um, it's with uh, a friend of mine, Curtis Haley, uh, who is, <laughs> it's almost like I am, uh, I'm Senator Rand Paul and he's Senator Cory Booker. Uh, he's a progressive uh, on, on the left, 
Um, I'm a libertarian leaning Republican. Um, and we have started a, a new, uh, a new series called make politics positive. Um, and yes, that, <laughs> that certainly conjures up, uh, uh, perhaps uh, it's, it's perhaps a parallel to some other campaign that may be out there. I don't really know. I, you know, who knows? But uh, making politics positive is something we believe we can do. And we really, um, if you haven't seen it already, I encourage you to go to my website, stephenperkins.me. Go to the blog and look at the, uh, the, uh, the article, Making Politics Positive. I'll also put the link in the show notes so you can go there. But we have started a video series where um, every once in a while, about bi-weekly, um, we're going to release uh, a video where him and I, who we are able to have, despite our ideological differences, we're able to have some really wonderful discussions about politics and 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 all the, the nuances involved with it. Um, we are going to talk about it in a positive way. And there are five core beliefs of that Make Politics Positive series. And they are, number one, politics can be positive. Uh, number two, politics can be authentic. Number three, politics can be empowering. Number four, politics can be accessible. And number five, politics can be fun, believe it or not, is... As uh, as unfun as uh, as Twitter maybe at the sometimes uh, politics can can be fun. Um, so if you go there, you can watch the pilot. It's really where we introduce the idea, but really it was born out of the a, a few challenges that we noticed with politics. Um, and I mean, certainly there are a lot of challenges with politics. Like there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of not so great stuff that goes on. But really, it was a couple of things. Number one, it is such a negative and divisive type of activity that people are often turned off by that because I really have the belief that the vast majority of people are not so ideologically extreme as the caricatures of politicians on television, on the news channels, even just in their legislative activities. I don't think the majority of America is that extreme and that polarized. But nonetheless, you see this image perpetuated by the media and it does create this negative air around politics. And so we are trying to combat that and saying, no, politics can be positive and we can have those positive, positive and productive conversations. The second one is that politics can also can often seem um, like something that people with no souls do. Um, it, it's it's not a place, when, when you talk to a legislator, for example, you don't feel as if they are uh, they are being true to who they are, that they're not, um, th- that almost they are a different person around you than they are around their family or around lobbyists, right? There, there's this living multiple lives, double personas, sometimes triple, quadruple personas perhaps, um, and it feels really uh, impersonal. I mean, certainly the policies that politics produces are personal. They touch people in uh, a number of ways within their daily lives, but it doesn't seem like an authentic process. And so we hope to show that it can be that. Also, politics kind of going on that note, a lot of people feel like they don't have a say. They don't know how to 
how to become activists or how to speak out about an issue they care about. It feels hopeless. Like there is no entry point that a regular person who is, you know, someone who's not dedicating their whole life to politics, but someone who wants to be involved in their spare time, it's very hard for that entrance to be made. And so we want to show that politics can be empowering and can be accessible. Oftentimes, well, most of the time, I mean, you, you just look at the latest fight with the healthcare bill, this idea that, um, that laws and policy and, um, and even just ideological concepts are very vague and uh, oftentimes overcomplicated, perhaps. And so one of the things that we're doing, but also what we do at Outset here, is we're trying to make that more accessible. Uh, we're, trying to, um, we're trying to explain these things in a way that you have both perspectives, but ultimately you also get this really robust, objective look at it as well. And then the fifth one, as I mentioned, Twitter is a hell of a place. Politics can be fun, uh, regardless of the negative rhetoric that is out there or just the negative interactions that you can have with people in politics. There is certainly, uh, there's certainly a path that politics can be this fun, empowering activity where people get involved within, um, the governing of, of our society. And I think that's an exciting prospect. This is all centered around the idea that there is a better way. And again, that's positivity. To me, positivity is about things can get better. Not everything is perfect right now. And I think it's that hope that's so important because America's really always been built on hope. Uh, since our very beginning, there was this idea that we were, uh, we were colonists and Maybe, crazy idea, maybe we could be represented instead by people who live on our own shores, by our own neighbors. Maybe we could have a representative uh, form of uh, a republic. Maybe. I mean, we fought a war over it and we were kind of successful. Um, and, but, but even leading past that, you know, America is a country we underwent uh, uh, just a, a brutal civil war. Try telling me there wasn't any hope during that, that things could get better. We're a country that is deeply steeped in this idea that things can get better, that we have enduring values and enduring principles that not only bring us, I think, together in a time of need, but in many ways, our values and our ideals make us more innovative when challenges come up. And they make us or inspire us to persevere whenever things get tough. And certainly right now, if you're like the majority of people, you feel uneasy about the political spectrum. I, I, I think whether you know you support President Trump or not, there has to be some level of um, of being uncomfortable with the current state of politics. No, 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 maybe not. Maybe not with everybody, and that's okay. But I, I think in general, if, if you're listening to this show and if you have followed what we've done here at Outset or what I've done, um, I, I feel pretty confident with our demographic that I could say that, uh, that you're probably a little uneasy about where things are going. Because at the end of the day, 
if the political climate and culture is so unstable and so unproductive and so negative, then really the ideologies that any of us care about, whether you're a, a deep-seated libertarian or a more moderate Republican or a progressive liberal, the, the two of you who listen to this show, maybe the one of you, no matter what your ideological preference is, I think in order for those to even be relevant, you have to have a functioning, productive, and positive political culture. Now, politics is an unstable game. It's, it's a game of instability. It's very normal that, uh, that our government is going to have challenges in actually governing and that politicians aren't going to always act in the best interest of their constituents, but many times in their own best interest. And it goes back to what I've said in this program before, you really have to take ownership within your local communities because that's where a lot of the change can be influenced. And that's also where a lot of our challenges lie is in the local governments. But at the end of the day, I, I think that what's important looking towards to this, this road we're going down here at Outset and at the Make Politics Positive series that I'm starting it's really about can we can we push ourselves to try something a little different than what is the norm right now, which is negativity and instability and a lot of just tension and frustration between each other, between ideologies, between parties, between coalitions within parties. Can we break through that and be, as America was intended to be, a light for the world and a place that shows that an alternative, to use, to use the congressional Republican term, a better way is possible. That's what I hope we can do here. Um, and that, that's the vision that, that I have for a lot of what I do, but certainly here at Outset. And uh, if, if, if you've been someone who has, uh, if you've been someone who has consumed Outset's content for a while, whether you've been a reader or a listener or a watcher for the very few videos that we have out at this moment, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart um, for continuing to tune in every week and, and, uh, and joining us in this journey. If, uh, if you feel like you want to be a part of this incredible network that we've built, I encourage you to do so by going to outsetmagazine.com forward slash join, join our team, become a, a, a writing contributor, become a podcast contributor, whichever your strong suit is. And then also I want to give you a preview of our fall 2017 lineup because I'm really excited about this one and it really goes hand in hand with this idea of a more positive politics. So um, this show, the Stephen Perkins podcast, is actually going to move to Saturday. And so you can enjoy that with either a nice coffee or a nice mimosa, or perhaps both. I'm not one to limit your life choices. But starting us off is going to be Second Look with Benjamin Green on Monday. On Tuesday, a new show, Bright Start with Blake Hudson. Very excited for this one. Blake is an incredible guy that I've had on this program before. Very inspirational guy. Excited for his show. Also very excited for Benjamin's uh, second look to start back up. We've been waiting for it. We've been waiting for it to come back. And it's here. On on uh, on Wednesday, we'll have Young Guns uh, with Kyle uh, hosting. And he's been doing a great job 
I encourage you to check that out. Thursday will be Maliberty with Caleb Franz. And Friday will be a new show that Caleb and I are working on, but certainly we're engaging all of our hosts in this. And it's a story-based show called The Bigger Picture. And it's about the, the stories from history that have not been told or have not been told in the correct way. And so we are going to tell those stories um, and uh, it's going to be a really great, uh, a really great show there to to um, to finish off your week before we go into the Saturday with my show. So I encourage you to check that out. We will be publicizing uh, that full lineup later on this week. But thank you so much for listening. You can connect with Outset at Outset Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can connect with me at Stephen underscore Perkins on Twitter and Instagram or Facebook.com slash Stephen Perkins. And as always, continue to check out OutsetMagazine.com and OutsetMagazine.com slash podcast with an S, multiple podcasts, if you want to see the other shows that we have in our lineup right now, which is uh, which is going to end in a couple of weeks. So consume, consume, consume. Thanks so much. Have a great week. And until we speak again next week, God bless. Take care.